You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, what's going on? Welcome to Built for the Stage podcast. This is Joe Roscoe, founder and host of Built for the Stage, Broadway's number one fitness platform with performers, actors, clients, and over 20 Broadway shows and other stages across the globe on the West End in London, Australia, collegiate theaters across the country. We are your one-stop shop for all things theater and fitness. Check us out at builtforthestage.com. We'd love to get a, get to chance to chat with you. All right. Let's move on to our special guest. Uh, looking forward to chatting today with one of the uh, cast members of Six. Uh, they're currently an alternate in the show, and they made their Broadway debut in Tina. They are from Niagara Falls, not Canada, but New York. Uh, just learned that fun little uh, piece about them. Their family is split, I heard, uh, down the middle. So maybe depending on where the holiday's at, you're either having maybe pancakes and syrup, or maybe you're having, a, I don't know, a Long Island, some type of New Yorker hot dog or something. Who knows? We'll see what the family vibe is like uh, with our guests. Please welcome Ayla Sacone Burton. Yay! What's, <laughs> what's going on? Thanks for being on the show. Hi, Ayla. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, my pleasure. So it's been a busy day for you. You just came from teaching a a, a workshop. Where, yeah, was it? I went up to, um, what is it? Norwalk in Connecticut, Norwalk. Um, my friend runs a conservatory up there. So I taught some high schoolers this morning, some six choreography. All right. Okay. So tell me about what it was like to try to corral, what was it? 14 to 18 year olds? Uh <laughs> Um, one pretended to faint multiple times. <laughs> Amazing. Yes, they were. I was told after I left that um, they were not that enthusiastic for many people this week. So they definitely had a good time. Okay. <laughs> Amazing. Was the, the fainting act uh, for comedic purposes or were they being dramatic? Dramatic drama or comedy? You know, it could definitely be a bit bits of both. <laughs> For sure. She was definitely giving drama though, which I appreciate. Okay, so drama from her and maybe comedy for you as the spectator. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, fair enough, fair enough. All right, let's uh let's jump into our BFTS uh hot seat to just kind of shake it loose for a sec. Right. I'm gonna play uh some very amazing music here to get us in the mood. So first question. 
you are gonna go out to dinner. You have mm-hmm. a reservation for two, you and your guest, but your guest cancels on you and they feel so badly that they give you this magic ticket to be able to invite any person to replace that canceled guest. And mm-hmm. it could be living, passed away, celebrity, yep. normal person. Who are you gonna invite to dinner? Bernadette Peters. Boom. Just like it was, it's already there. Wait. <laughs> Oh, okay. Let's. All right. I'm gonna remember this. I gotta jump. I, I gotta jump in back into why Bernadette was just like a boom. All right. So, because it's Bernadette, I'm gonna ask you: dogs or cats? Dogs. Okay. 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 <laughs> he's, he's just not in the room. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, you have a dog. Nice. Nice. Yeah. All right. So we gotta talk about your dog as well. All right. So you are waking up and you just gotta feel the vibe. You need to have a little pep in your step. What's a go-to song of yours that's gonna like just give you all the feels, make you feel good, energetic, ready to go? The first thing that came to mind was "More" by Lawrence. Okay. It's um. It was a song when I was in Book of Mormon. I remember the girls was like they would. <laughs> They'd be in the dressing room like, all right, enough. Like, turn it off. Like, that's a repeat song. (laughs) Okay, okay. All right. You're in a a time machine. You can pick any decade and any place. Where and when are you going to go? Place is so interesting. Oh, this is such a hard question. Uh, Probably like this... Like the seventies. I'm thinking like somewhere hippy dippy. Like I want to be like, yeah, like yeah. hair hairified somewhere. Okay. Um, maybe like somewhere mystical in the seventies. Like <laughs> I don't know. Trop- somewhere like Eng- England. Okay. <laughs> All right. Cool. Anyone else that's listening right now, and you were like, "Oh, this is where uh, Ayla should go." Go ahead and drop that in the comment right now. Yeah. Let me know. Okay. Uh, two more. You're. Uh, flipping through the TV and some type of rerun movie comes on that always stops you in your tracks where you're like, oh, I love this movie. I'm going to watch it for the 500th time. What's that movie? Um, <laughs> I like Harry Potter or like High School Musical. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Okay. Uh, last question. You the Harry Potter 4. Sorry, it has to be Harry Potter. Oh, it's got to be Harry Potter 4. All right. <laughs> got it, got it, got it. All right, lock that in. Lock that in. Okay, so you're not uh, a performer. What are you doing if you're not a performer? I think I'm a therapist. Mm. Mm-hmm. By choice or because your friends inevitably are, are always coming to you for advice and, and help? I, I think by choice. If you know me, if you ask my friends, I love to talk about my feelings. Okay. And- about others so <laughs> all right amazing okay you're off the okay let's uh let's rewind to bernadette peters what was that all about okay i you'll have to there is actual proof of this um so i saw bernadette peters at um what was it via Caroda during the shutdown okay i was sitting at via Caroda in the west village um like outside because there's still like no indoor seating and I saw like red curls from like two tables away. And there is proof pictures <laughs> on my Instagram of me sobbing. Like I actually sobbed and I went up to the table and I was like, I'm, I'm in musical theater. Like this was before my debut. And I was like, I just wanted to say, I love you. And I have like, give us more to see tattooed on my back from Sunday in the park with George. 
as well. And I was like, I have your lyrics tattooed on me. And I, was like, I love theater. And she was like, it will come back. And I was like, it felt as if God had come down, <laughs> like given me hope. But why Bernadette? Because she's like who I strive to be. And I have so many questions about like, how she performs the way she does, how she can just stand so planted and full and give you so much. And she's like, a, um, she, me and my friend were just talking about like the comedic ingenues, you know, mm -hmm. like, her, like the Kristen Chenowitz, like those are the people I look up to so much, but she is just that bitch. Like, yeah. come on, falling in love with love in Cinderella. Yeah, yeah. I fell in love with her. <laughs> for, uh, for me, it's into the woods because as a kid in, in school, I had drama appreciation class. And yeah. I, one of the first musicals I ever saw was on VHS with Bernadette in Into the Woods. Yeah, so. she's unreal. Okay, so uh, you, you have a dog. What's, what kind of dog do you have? Alfie, he's a Morky. <laughs> a Morky? So it's yeah. a Morky what? Maltese. Got it, got it. Maltese yeah. Yorkie. All right, Should cool. we bring him in? I mean, absolutely. Oh, I'll grab him. Yeah. Alfie. I love this. Come on, baby. He's right outside the door waiting. Come on in, <laughs> guest star. Here we go. Yeah. Oh, little cutie. <laughs> Alfie is turning three in the fall, and he's a Scorpio. Oh, oh happy early birthday, Alfio the Scorpio. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Amazing. Okay, yeah. cool. All right. So what's that? Okay. I'm, I'm a, I have two dogs as well. What, uh, what's that like having a dog in the city for you? Tough. It's tough with the shows. Yeah. That's what's more tough. Like he's such a city dog, Uh huh. um, that he's fine. I live actually across the street from a graveyard. Okay. And, and this is a little weird. Maybe the ghosts come and like walk Alfie for you when you're away too long, or what happens? <laughs> maybe, but I was gonna say he, we get most of our energy out at the graveyard, <laughs> so he runs around the graveyard a lot. <laughs> and I know it's <laughs> if people were to just look out their windows and see it, they're probably like, "What is going on?" Uh huh. Uh huh. Guys, I think he's like he has friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Has 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 he ever though been? perhaps disrespectful to like someone's gravestone before? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but not, it's only happened like twice. All right. Good for Alfie. And hopefully, you know, no one's listening that has a, a loved one across the street from you. It's old. It's an old graveyard. Old, old, old. God, God. Everyone, everyone has since gone on. I got gotcha, you. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. All right. Amazing. Okay. So uh, growing up in Niagara Falls was, um, was, were the arts always a part of your upbringing or when did your love for the arts uh, come about? Yeah, it always was. Um, my dad sang, or like wanted, wanted to be a singer at one point, and um, so he would always be singing around the house. So I feel like that was my first introduction. But my mom like put me in voice lessons and piano lessons and dance classes like uh, when I was four. Like everything kind of just I was put into it all. Mm -hmm. I'm an only child, so I had a lot of activities to do. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I think growing up though, I thought I would be like a dancer. More so, I did like a lot of competition dance. I did like a little bit of theater here and there. Um, but then there was a moment throughout high school where you were like, oh, this isn't realistic. So then it kind of, the dream died for a moment mm. <laughs> before it came back. Okay, so how did, how did it revive itself? When did it come back? Uh, well, I went to a few different schools. 
Um, and I never graduated. <laughs> but when I was abroad, I was going to school in London. Oh, amazing. For music, just like singing songwriting. Mm-hmm. And I met actually the person who I did classes for this morning. Um, I met him there and he was like teaching some classes and got me in connection with some people. And he actually was like, Ayla, you don't know what the fuck you are. Ooh, I'm allowed to say that. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. <laughs> Ayla, you don't know what the fuck you're doing, but you got a lot of potential. And to have like one person who I was at like a, I met him at like a Shoshana Bean like masterclass or something. All right. And to have someone who was in association with Shoshana Bean, who's also like I'm obsessed with. Um, it was kind of like the kick in the butt I needed to be like, oh wait, maybe you can do this. Mm. And and I like booked my first non-union tour like six months later. Okay, and then you're you're off to the races from there, just running, running that race. Yeah. Okay, so once you book that tour, is everything butterflies and rainbows, or did you have some ups and downs? Did you have some questioning as if if you were going to stick to this? What was your journey like? Oh, I always knew I was going to stick to it. Okay. <clears throat> that has as soon as I like made the choice and I like moved to New York, I was like, oh, I'm gonna do this. Okay, wait, uh, let's pause there. So how, cause I think this is very informative for, for others or insightful. Yeah. How, what is it about you um, as far as like your chemical makeup or your inside mentality of you just, oh, I'm, not, qu- I'm not quitting. That, uh. I know as for astrology lovers out there, I feel like it's my Sagittarius moon, but <laughs> <laughs> I um, have a fire in me. Like uh, once I believe something, it's very much uh, unable to kind of be flipped and turned. Mm. Um, and I think in this business, you have to have such extreme confidence <laughs> in yourself. And I do, I do have a lot of confidence to a point. Like sometimes I'm like, I walk in a room and I like will say exactly what I mean and feel exactly what I mean. And then like five minutes later, I'm like, "Uh Oh, should I have, should I have done that? But I think that is what gets me to where I need to be is that innate Mm. belief. Like that's my kind of default mode. Mm. Like even with Broadway, I was like, I will be on Broadway by 2020. Well, that didn't work, but I was on Broadway by 2021. (laughs) Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Well, I mean, people like high performers always say this about give yourself give yourself sometimes an unrealistic goal. Others might combat this strategy, but give yourself an unrealistic goal as far as timeline goes. And you might yeah. not hit it, but it lights such a fire in you that you hit it in a time frame that's still exceedingly and abundantly quicker than you would have if you were just kind of, oh, we'll be more conservative about this. Yeah, and I'm not very conservative. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> um, like, let, let it rip, right? Let it rip. Absolutely. And I am a very like firm believer in like like your words matter and just like saying things out loud. Um, so even like after Tina, I was like, my next contract, I want it to either be I want to originate something, I want to like be part of something new, 
or I want like a principal contract. Like that's what I want to be doing. Yeah. Sorry. Um, And then like I did my first workshop of like a brand new musical and then I booked six and I was like, all right. So like you just got to keep like being sure of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you're not sure of yourself, why should anyone else be? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Amazing. All right. So in the midst of all of the like staying true to your confidence and your affirmations to yourself. When are you a human though? Like that's that time you said, I I walk into the room and I say something and then five minutes later, I'm like, Oh, should I have said that? Like, how do you, how do you, when we're feeling vulnerable or maybe not our strongest, what brings you out of it? Or do you just allow yourself to sit in that and the experience of knowing that like, I'll come out of it. Like, what is it for you that always um, keeps you coming back? Yeah. Um, I feel very deeply. I have, <laughs> um, once again, if you would ask my friends, you'd be like, I, my friend, um, Gerald is always like, I'm so jealous that you, can just cry so much <laughs> the fact that you can feel so much i am jealous honestly it's great for work <laughs> i'm like it is but um in those moments i have to feel it like mm. i have to let myself feel like that and go through the emotion mm. or i will go crazy like i <clears throat> i'm a bit of a perfectionist as well as i think most performers are in a sense um and the other day i actually had a day on stage where for the first time, like I didn't know like where I was like on in space, like which character I was, which track I was that day. Like Mm. it was in the middle of an, and like kind of the whole show, I was like out of body. And so during one of the numbers, I was just like, I took three seconds and I stopped. And then I just walked off for a second. Cause I was like, okay, okay. It's okay. And like, I just like let it go through me. And then I walked back on and finished the show. I can't even, I was just nervous to see this is right now. I'm like, should I have said that? That's what I was just saying as I was saying this. Um, but I think there's just so much power in your vulnerability that I'm trying to recognize that more and more. Yeah. Um, so the more you live in it, the easier it is to get through it the next time. Yeah, I, I feel like, uh, well, one, you know, I'm no one to say what you should have said or not, but I'm glad you said it. Um, yeah. <laughs> because I think it's, freeing for all of us in the sense of we all are prone to not want to sit in that vulnerability or to show that. And because of that tight fistedness, if Mm. I can make that word up, it kind of hinders us all the more where if we just kind of let it go, like you've been saying, then truly we can just let go and move on to what's ahead for us. So I love you saying Thanks. I think it's also when I like I do, even though it's scary to like admit and say, it's like you would also want to hear others say it. So it's like and those are the connections I want in my life are people who are also vulnerable. Yeah. So that's why I try to let that happen. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Okay. So speaking of your that experience you were talking about, Mm -hmm. um, six has to be one of the, the tougher shows to be an alternate or understudy cover what have you because you're you're like playing uh six leads pretty much you know it's not it's not like you're just like oh 
if I'm in this understudy track, it's kind of still similar to that one. I just have to hit different marks or whatever. No, it's yeah. like my harmonies are different. Right. Uh, yeah. So tell us just a little bit about that experience. And if you've ever tackled something this challenging before. I mean, so I was a swing in Book of Mormon in Australia for two years. So that was kind of my first introduction to it. Um, so I feel like that was much scarier, to be honest, than this. Okay. Um, yeah, because this is, I. so I do three tracks, but as the dance captain, I have to know all six. Mm-hmm. And I learned, for me, it's, it wasn't hard to learn, to be honest, because they're always on stage together, at least. Yeah. Um, what what is more difficult is definitely the harmonies <laughs> for right. me. Right. Like there's sometimes I'm like, I'm in the chord. I am in the chord. <laughs> so you know what I mean? Yeah. I might be matching someone else in the chord, but I'm, I'm at least in there. Like <laughs> there's a part like at the end where it's like called sad six. And we're like six. And we like come back all together out of nowhere. And there was one day where like two alternates were on and there was just, it was not a three part harmony that day. You're <laughs> just like, Sorry. Um, So I think what has helped me in this contract in comparison to like swinging the first time was once again, letting it go. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like you will make mistakes. You will. And you, and like some days it really is just about like, wait, okay. Divorce died. Okay. So I'm divorced today. I'm wearing red. That's where I'm at. Like you have to like, just look down in space sometimes and just be like, that's where I'm at. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like shove with love, give mm. grace. Like I think that is how I manage it. <laughs> yeah. The goal is to succeed and inevitably along the way of succeeding, you will fail and and just knowing that will allow you to succeed. Yeah. I love that. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, cool, cool. Uh do you have a favorite track uh, out of the three? Yeah, Bolin. She's she's my girl. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh and do like- you like the song she sings? Like what is it about? It's just her one-liners. I feel like I, I am a, I am a Bolin. Like mm. if I had to pick one of the girls, like I live in a Bolin world a little bit more mm. where she's just kind of like, I said what I said, you know, <laughs> like, it's like, there's that. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> like her literally like, Oh, what was I supposed to do? I don't know. Like, and all of her funny one-liners, they're just like, I just have a good time with them every time. Like I can kind of, I know there's a certain like way it's all directed, of course, but I can have a lot of fun and make a lot of choices every time I'm on. Yeah. Um, is the show still new to you, even though you know you're not going on frequently, uh, or maybe you are? I'm not sure what the coverage has been like as of late. But like, yeah. does the show show you something new each time that kind of touches you in a different way? Yeah, I think yeah, it depends like who you're on for for sure, like what's happening in your life. Um, cause there's some days like, yeah, it's just, uh, by the end when you're like, Henry, yeah, I'm through too many <laughs> like when we're like, like screaming, you don't need someone's love. I don't know. There's like an empowering moment almost every single time by the end. Yeah. And so I was on for Cleves this whole past weekend and there's just like, uh, with her, she wins no matter what, because Cleves is the divorced one who she outlived all of them. 
She like has a palace away. She was only married to him for like 10 days. She mm-hmm. kind of like really got off scot-free. Yeah. So I kind of had this energy with me like that this weekend where it was just like, woo, I'm the best. <laughs> so <laughs> you know what I mean? So that it's more that like, I would say less about the show feeling as new and more about like the fact it's great that I do get to jump into different people. Nice. When I haven't been like I haven't been in Bolin's shoes since May. Mm-hmm. I think I will like go on in a few weeks for a vacation, and I like can't wait. <laughs> nice. Uh, jumping off of six for a second, you mentioned you you studied in London. You just you mentioned you were in Australia doing a, a show. What were those like abroad experiences for you? And did any part of you get kind of like shaped or grown during those uh those times absolutely um yeah i've so i lived in australia for 20 months touring i lived in london for one year i've lived in cork ireland for six months um i've been been to i've been to cork it's the best huh (laughs) yeah yeah the nicest people yeah for sure (laughs) um and it definitely, I always wanted to, like Niagara Falls is so small. I always wanted to like go and travel and it was the best way for me to do it so and just like be on my own. Um, I think it got me way out of like small town mindset, small minded mindset. Like you just see so many people and especially, so I am mixed race and my mom is white and my dad's black but I was raised with mostly my white side of my family. Um, so really raised around a lot of whiteness. So just, just being a mixed girl, like going to different places as well and just seeing different people. Mm. It was the best thing I could have done. It was like, that felt like more school to me than any school. Yeah. 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 And, and, and you take those experiences with you and every character that you get to approach. So yeah. Yeah. Um, if you were to be able to where you are now speak to you know ayla maybe five ten years ago or maybe just someone younger that might be in your shoes uh what advice now that you you've experienced would you want to share with them the two things that just came to mind immediately like just was look um well first you don't have to get into a BFA program. (laughs) You absolutely don't. Um, Like I said, I feel like you learn so much from life itself. Mm. Like, so that was something I thought meant everything. Like if I'm not chosen, then I can't be a part of this. Mm. Um, And so with not being chosen, I was really mean to myself, you know? So I think like giving, I would say, have fun, be yourself, because by me being myself, that is why I'm here. Like the more comfortable I became with myself and the more honest I was with people, um, that got me in more rooms and that got me with more relationships and developed my career further. Okay, when you were upset though at the time, how did you like snap out of that or say like, hey, in, in spite of this, I'm still making it happen. Well, I didn't for a while, you know, like, (laughs) I mean, so I auditioned for a few BFA programs. I didn't get in any. So then I went to school for biology at first. Um, 
and my freshman year of college was probably my freshman and soft like more year or like the most miserable years of my like life I was like it was like not of my life maybe actually I was just like working out a lot studying and just like I knew I wasn't doing what I loved like mm. at all and it was because like I thought I didn't belong in a space because people didn't allow me you know mm. and it was I think it really was just um I like dipped my toes in it a little bit further and further like I kept inching my way towards the goal like first I was doing biology and then I was like I'll switch into the music program and then I was like oh I'll move to a bigger city maybe I'll just be around it I'll be like performing like arts adjacent <laughs> yeah. and then like meeting one person who was like you know you could do this and I was like yeah <laughs> mm. Thanks. Yeah, I just got like a little chills when I said that because I just told this story this morning because, yeah, he was there. Um, so I think it's really special to hear it from someone. Yeah. So if you're listening, if you have it <laughs> in your heart to feel like you should say it to someone else, then don't, yeah. don't hold it back. Don't hold it back. <laughs> Absolutely. That, yeah, just that simple thing could have been one of the more pivotal moments in your life right there. I would, I would absolutely say it was. And I almost wasn't going to go to this workshop. I remember I was late. It was just like a whole, it was a very random like act of fate, like right place, right time, right person. Mm. But also to your credit too, like you still listened. Like yeah, people hear those affirmations or they hear that the opportunity is there, but they don't, they don't take it. They still allow their fear or doubt to hold them back. Oh, and that can go for so many things. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, for mm -hmm. sure. Uh, what is, uh, so you're obviously a talented dancer and that was a part of your uh, focus growing up and, and still is. What, what is. what does movement mean to you? Like what is that for you mm -hmm. on a daily basis or just like your life journey? How does your physical movement whether dance, fitness, anything, uh, pay, you know, a tribute to your life? I think I didn't realize it was this till more recently. Um, Cause growing up, like I remember at my dance studio, I always got like, um, I don't know the word I can't like the best, like the most like expressive dancer. Like I was mm -hmm. very like, they're like, look at what like make, you have to make more faces and like things. And I thought it was just like cutesy. And then as I got a little bit older, I was like, really feeling it. And then in the past few years, I did like a bit more um, acting through movement, like classes, like breath work and different stuff of that nature. And now um, I like start most days, like I go on my roof and I post it sometimes. I'm a little witchy and I'll like do dances under the moon and stuff. But like, honestly, getting in my body and just putting on a song and jamming and breathing and letting out sound is something I need to do. I should do daily <laughs> yeah um because like that and like yoga there's so much emotion and pain and grief and things stored inside of us mm. if you don't get it out yeah yeah working through that physically is working through uh like what's the emotion that's inside right yeah, yeah. so that's really important to me and it um and I think by doing that in the last few years, it made me also more confident 
like I didn't even start going to dance classes in New York City till a year ago because I was too nervous. <laughs> I was very scared. I thought like I was like, I'm not a dancer dancer like these guys. Ah. Um, but I did a workshop last year, uh, Only Gold. It was at um, MCC this fall. And it was like Andy Blankenbuehler. And yeah. I was like around some dancers. Yeah. And I was like one of the, I wasn't, I was like the mover dancer, <laughs> like the singer dancer in it, but still like being in that space with these people. Um, and like Carla uh, Garcia was mm -hmm. the assistant, And so I saw she does classes on Sunday at BDC. And I was like, okay, I'll try one. And like hers was one of the first classes where I was like, oh, I feel comfortable. Like, I am a dancer too. Mm. These are my peers. We are all, and also hearing from other dancers, like they're nervous. And like, once again, just <laughs> the more we're honest. Yeah. Um, it was very helpful. So yeah, I've, uh, it's become much more important to me as of late. Yeah. I think if we all can uh, internally like check ourselves of like how much we're trying to withhold or hide or, protect if we can just say like well i'm human and they're human so most likely they're having these same thoughts and they're not in invincible superhero immortal uh so maybe i could just go to this dance class and feel okay because 99 percent of the class might be feeling the same way my goodness and it's not and it's literal and like i started thinking about the same thing with auditions i'm like and this audition is just a dance class you know like just like every just like take a breath we're mm. all on the same we're just all riding the same waves yeah <laughs> i love that take a breath yeah okay ayla thanks so much for your time today it was a pleasure to get to meet you hear a bit of your story and uh yeah thank you for your time thank you it was a great conversation yeah all right, Ayla Sacone Burton from the cast of Six. Make sure you check out Six. It's an awesome show. I saw it on Broadway, the West End. If you want to see uh, amazing performers make your jaw drop from their talent and some laughs along the way, Six is definitely a show I would recommend seeing. Uh, make sure you follow Ayla on the gram. I'm going to put uh, her handle in the description of this episode. It's uh, Ayla ccb but again you can check out the description of the episode give her a follow and uh be a fan i am after that conversation i'm also joe roscoe thanks for joining and we'll see you later bye hey it's leslie Odom jr here on the broadway podcast network to tell you about the rise theater directory a program of maestro music rise is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds if you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R E R I S E T H E A T R E dot org because only together we rise.